Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Your attention, please. The Disneyland Limited, now leaving for a grand circle tour of the Magic Kingdom. Tonight, we're going to share a wonderful dream come true together. In 1955, an amazing man named Walt Disney dreamt of a magic kingdom. All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past, and here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America, with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad, where we take you to a different part of the resort every week. Um, I am Jungle Cruiser, sitting with Space Mountaineer and Princess Paige. How's it going? Hi. Hi, how are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Are you in a great mood again, Princess Paige? (laughs) Awesome. All right. You look Uh, hyper. I look hyper? Yeah, just like you're so excited. You look so hyper. Woohoo! <laughs> Nobody else can see you. That's bad podcasting. So uh, that's fine. All right, let's get into our shout outs really quick. We have from Disneyland Inside Out. Um, I think this pr- is pronounced Menahune. Uh, mentioned that our show. Let's see. Hang on. Our show when a D- uh, Disneyland Inside Out member asked. Um, I guess there was a Dis- official Disneyland podcast, but this person mentioned our show as one of the podcasts to check out not necessarily an official disneyland oh. podcast but just a podcast to check out wow nice um the disneyland inside out user was ray summer and she asked wait what what are ways to find the show so uh, itunes is one of them i sent that info uh, stitcher is another one there's mixcloud is another way to find our show and any podcast app, like usually the iPhones have, uh, it's called podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I think that's run, how I that's how I do it. It's run through iTunes, right, on the iPhones. Correct. On um, if you have an Android, just get like it's one called Double Pod, and then that one ours shows up on there every week as well. So um, those are some of the ways you can find our show. If not, you can go to to our website is allaboardpodcast.com. Click on the episodes page, and you can listen to them right through there. It'll take you the links will take you right back to Mixcloud anyway. So those are some of the few ways you can find our show. Plus, we post it on our Facebook every week, which is All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad, and then Twitter, All Aboard 1955, Instagram, All Aboard 1955. So plenty of ways to get our show each week. So, all right, from Disneyland Inside Out, we have Love D Land. Um, subscribes to our channel. I believe that refers to our YouTube channel, which is All Aboard. We post uh, little clips of the show every week, probably a day or two before the actual show does come out, so you can get a, a little idea of, you know, what you're going to be listening to when the show releases on Saturday. So, from Instagram, we have KP, which is 
the person we shouted out before, wrote that the Hearst Castle, someone mentioned that the Hearst Castle, which was, I think it was Space Mountain. For Haunted Mansion? For our Haunted Mansion episode, mentioned that it's in, I think it's San Simon or San Simeon, California. I don't know how that's pronounced. I think it's Simeon. Simeon, yeah. So it's pretty <clears throat> interesting. Like maybe one day we'll make it out there and we'll do a... One day. We'll do a Hearst Cap- Castle episode? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we won't do that. <clears throat> nah. And then on Instagram, Millions of Colors uh, gave us a little epic on our uh, our Snow White photo that we posted for our last week's episode. Nice. So, yeah. So that's all we got for shout-outs. Um, what do you got, Space Mountain? You want to talk about the app a little bit? Talk about the app a little bit. Let's hear about the uh, Disneyland Inside Out app, that is. Uh, so the Disneyland Inside Out app offers many things like dining, hours, and schedules of the park. You can pick... Um, what day you're going to the park and you can see all the closures you can see the hours that the park's going to be open um disney hotel extra magic hours if you're staying at the um, any of the three hotels on the property um anything like current weather that's what the weather is like right now obviously uh (laughs) one thing that i always look for when i go through that is what rides are going to be closed just helpful i guess for me like getting prepared before i actually go to the park yeah um attractions you can see all the attractions that the park does have to offer and um, if you are in the park you can see all the wait times that people update throughout the day and then you can also update the wait times too correct so you can't even do that like if you're i don't even know the actual yardage but if you're a certain amount of yards away or you have to be a certain amount of yards away in order to do that right so you have to turn your gps on and it has to basically know where you are right for that to happen so um, and then the other things that the app offers is uh, discussion boards, anything, any questions that you have to offer, or any questions that you have, there's somebody on there to offer an answer or just discuss random things that people want to talk about. Just like that one mention we had earlier for Ray Summer, she asked about the podcast and someone got back to her about ours. So there's a there's a couple other ones on there too. So yep. it's in the forums section. So Pretty awesome app. All right. Um, I thought I had one more thing to add, but I guess I probably don't. Um, let's get on the on the train. Let's get on. All right. Keep your hands and feet inside, guys. We're getting on the train right now. Your attention, please. The Disneyland Limited now leaving for a grand circle tour of the Magic Kingdom. What? Out of folks. Welcome aboard the Disneyland Railroad. This is your conductor speaking. Today, we're headed to a secluded part of the park where you'll get the best view of the fireworks spectacular. Remember, dreams come true. This show started on May 1st, 2005 and was to commemorate Disneyland's 50th anniversary. It was described as an e-ticket in the sky, created as an homage to Disneyland, taking guests through the lands and attractions full of park music and sounds. In 2009, Disneyland started a fireworks show rotation. Remember played from winter to spring, ending its run in November 2014. Although it has been replaced, it will be remembered as one of Disneyland's greatest and most popular shows ever. We have arrived at our final stop. Enjoy your view of Remember Dreams Come True. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness.
right, everybody, we're back. Uh, Railroad got us here safely. All we did is we basically turned to the right, and we went down Main Street, and we were hanging out by the partner statue to watch uh, Remember Dreams Come True, Fireworks Spectacular. Um, so we also have a guest here on the show. It's uh, Diane from Disneyland Inside Out. So uh, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, Diane. Hi. I, as he said, I'm Diane from Disneyland Inside Out, and my first trip to the Disneyland Resort was around 1970, which is amazing since I'm only 25 years old. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I, I have been a huge fan of the Disneyland Resort all my life. So the fireworks show that we're going to talk about tonight is really one of my favorites because it, to me it is Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if everyone knows that's where the intro for this show, 100% of that is clips from that fireworks show just, you know, rearranged to make the intro we have here. So that's kind of why I did it, because I do love that show. So, all right, Diane, you said you had some stuff on it. So I guess we'll just start with you. I do. Um, The show itself debuted in... um Sorry, I had that right in front of me. Uh, it debuted in, um, obviously, for the 50th anniversary. And I guess I'm going to talk more about the, the show itself rather than, than those kind of facts. Mm-hmm. It starts off by talking about Walt Disney, what he started. It has samples from some of the movies that he's been responsible for over the years. And then it really introduces you to uh, Disneyland by starting out with the railroad and Main Street. And then it kind of takes you on the path I like to go when I visit Disneyland, and that takes you to Disneyland West, which is Adventureland. And it has pieces of the attractions from Adventureland, New Orleans Square, Critter Country, Frontierland, as well as um, Fantasyland, Toontown, all the way around to Tomorrowland. But what I really like about it is the pieces that are kind of in between the attractions and those are the sound bites from the, the music of the different lands, including Frontierland, which included the theme from uh, the Ballad of Davy Crockett. And it also has um, a song from uh, Frontierland that's called uh, The Big Country, theme from the movie of 1958. And to me, that kind of speaks of Walt's love of Frontierland, early Americana, and just the, the feeling of Disneyland that's in addition to the attractions that we love so much. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I start. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, we always talk about something you would change about the ride, but I'm going to go ahead and say, or the attraction, I'm going to go ahead and say I wouldn't change anything about it. Cause bring it back. That's the, Yeah, I was, gonna, I was actually going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I could, I could say is bring it back. I know they have the new one for, actually they changed it right after that, and then now they have the new one for the 60th. Um, this one, out of all the fireworks shows I've ever seen, this is my favorite. Like this, I, I talk to people about the fireworks at Disneyland. Like she said, started at in 2005. Uh, it makes you just feel like if, even if you're just listening to it on on the actual CD and the soundtrack, you feel like you're back in those those areas of the park. Um, so we'll start with you, Miss. Or actually, we'll already started with Diane. But Space Mountain, you you said you you've seen the show. Yes, that was our. F- first fireworks show i guess since i've been back in a long time so brings back those memories yeah Yeah. what's your favorite part of the the fireworks show the fire 
of Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. About you, uh, Princess Paige. Miss, I'm sorry, <laughs> Miss Space Mountaineer. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Um, I think, I mean, I guess I kind of just love it. I love the whole show. I I mean, I, there's nothing that I would change to uh, cover that either, but um, I like I like the storytelling part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably my favorite part. I just like how they did that. They kind of brought it back a little bit with us with the new fireworks show for the 60th, which I really enjoyed. But um, yeah, I just love how it's kind of like that storytelling vibe when you watch it. It's not just like fireworks, like the Fourth of July. Like you're actually like getting told a story and like really enjoying it. So yeah, from each not from not from every single one, but from a lot of the clips has a visual for you like the Pirates of the Caribbean part has like the cannons the fireworks that look like cannons Mm -hmm. and like Space Mountaineer said the Indiana Jones has the fire that comes out and I want to say there's there's the green lights Diane help me with this there's the green lights that shoot up into the air which one is that one for do you remember oh see that one it's not coming to me I think it's either it's one of the two I think it's either um, the Star Tours one or the Haunted Mansion it makes you feel like you're in that elevator I think I, I, I don't remember I just know they have the, the lights that shoot up in the air and they look really cool I I know for the pirates I like what sounds like the cannon fire that goes back and forth Yeah. I like the lasers that go with the Star Tours yes. and I think it's fantastic that Star Wars was included in that theme I know it's not original Disney but it's kind of the progression of, of the Disney family and, and where it's gone. And, again, just something great that came out of the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Was the um, everything else original, or was there anything else in there that wasn't a, uh, an original Disney attraction? As far as in the, the show itself that wasn't an original? Yeah. Nothing immediately comes to mind. I know they have some in the show that are no longer attractions there. Um and then, as far as original to Disneyland, when it opened, there was only the, the one mountain. So, obviously, any sound bites from Big Thunder, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, those, of course, aren't original to the park, but have been great additions over the years. Yeah, then it has the, the Matterhorn, where remain seated, please. <laughs> that, that's actually one of my favorite parts. Yeah, that's why we start the show off. It's Like I yeah. said... The entire the entire intro is is from that fire, that fireworks show, and then um, some of the transitions that I've made in the past shows have come. I think the Indiana Jones ones comes from that fireworks show that the transition I made. Um, not all of them do that because I don't think yeah Matterhorn's not really. It's just in the intro, but it's not really a transition noise. Um, and then obviously the railroad noise. The the that's a intro and it's our main transition um every single week to get into um the different attractions we do talk about so which i think is fitting because when i visit the park that's quite often how i hop from one land to another and if i haven't made the whole loop by doing that then i make sure to ride the train all the way around (laughs) at least one time per visit yes our goal, I think, in the future is to record an episode from the actual railroad itself. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, who knows, we'll, I don't know, if we'll ever all three get there at the same time, but I think that'd be awesome. So That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you have anything else? Um, you said you had other things on it? You said uh, not really facts, but like other memorable times? 
memorable times for me are the first time I saw it was in 2006. And from the beginning, I just, I loved it. I just knew it was Disneyland, but it really it was when it got to the Remain Seated, Please, and then they give it to you in, in Spanish. All I can think of is where else would that be included in a soundtrack and mean something? But to me, it always meant Small World and the Matterhorn. To me, that those are always where I remember hearing it. And we were there on that trip with a couple who had never been to a Disney park. So I'm sure I looked like a freak as I'm jumping up and down at that part. <laughs> but it, I was just so excited that they included it. And then two years later, I was visiting with my parents who were starting to decline in health and they aren't able to travel anymore. So to be there with them and then my sister and her husband and kids and her son was the age that I was when I first visited the parks. And so it was it was just a really nice experience to be there watching that fireworks show with three generations of us and it, it still just meant so much to each one of us. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think Disneyland or Disney itself does that with their music. Uh, just like the way it starts off, it, it just it, even like I said, even if you're not listening to it while you're watching, it brings you back to all that stuff. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it just proves that like all of their shows or like anything that they do is it has something for everybody. So I like that personally. Yeah. Favorite snack to get there? Just get a get a churro and go watch that show. <laughs> get a churro and go watch any show. Just. Get a just, churro and do anything. <laughs> you just got to get a churro. It's it's the perfect snack for that show. <laughs> sorry, Diane, did you have something else? I'm sorry. Uh, me? Yeah, I thought, I thought you were uh, going to say something else. Oh, no. I, I was just thinking as you were talking about the fireworks, though, that I was... I, I know we're talking about Remember Dreams Come True, but I was thinking about the newest fireworks show and how it compares because obviously people can't go and just see the Remember Fireworks at this point. But... To me, this one doesn't tell the story of Disneyland the same way, but I thought it, it it kind of encapsulated what Disneyland is, and that's where you are immersed in sights and sounds of the movies and the attractions, and it's like a stage. And so, obviously, the Remember Dreams Come True tells how that all started, but um, there won't be another fireworks show quite like it because they can't just duplicate it yeah. but it's something that everybody should see and that's why i hope they bring it back seasonally or occasionally yeah that would be awesome um you mentioned some of the movies that are in there i know that there's a lot of attractions but what what are some of the movies that uh, are featured in that in the the one we're talking about today yeah mm-hmm. um in that one they um they give you bits of cinderella okay yes. no white yeah Cinderella, Snow White, Ariel, um, so obviously the um, the Little Mermaid, pieces of uh, Peter Pan, Pinocchio, Aladdin, and so the whole thing with that is the intro having to do with wishes, so each one of them talks about what they wish they were. Pinocchio wishes to be a real boy, Ariel wishes to be part of, of their world, and so those are some of the themes at the beginning from the movies. Yes, I and... and, and to be honest, I thought about putting those in our intro because there's some dead space, but mm-hmm. for some reason I couldn't get that to fit because um, there's still music behind those, so right. it, the music wouldn't sound right with the background music I was trying to blend it with. I, the one that comes to mind is, um, I don't know if it's Snow White or if it's which one it was, but she says, I'm wishing my prince would come here or come. Right, that's Snow White. Yeah. Snow White, Okay. 
Um, but yeah, like I said, there's still music behind that, and and it was right. it, I couldn't get it to work. So that's why there's some of that dead space before you hear Walt um, in his speech. And I know on the original intro, I think I, I sent it to Diane to listen to just to give feedback. It wasn't the the one I came up with is a lot better than the one I originally had, which also had the railroad and Walt speech. Um, it was just it was just missing, like she said, the the sights and sound. It was missing a certain sound. Um, and I, I don't know, I think the, the the intro we came up with is actually really good. So, Speaking of, of sounds and, and the little things that, that I find exciting, if you listen to the soundtrack for Pirates of the Caribbean, what I liked is at the end when you're climbing back up that hill, the clacking of the whatever the device is that keeps you from falling backwards um, that carries that boat up, they included that in the soundtrack. And that's just kind of the, what's cool about Disney is they realize it, it's some of those off sounds that have nothing really to do with the soundtrack but those are the sounds you hear when you're on the attraction so kind of nice to hear that all right yeah that's something that's cool <clears throat> i had no idea that's awesome princess page did you know that no i didn't no i don't know some of the sounds they have uh on certain soundtracks like that bird i talked about for jungle cruise yeah um i don't know if that's i mean it it definitely reminds me of that so it's as much as i see i don't like it it needs to be there i think so um, yeah, there's a lots of there's a lot of sounds that you just don't think of. I think until you rehear them, like the Spanish thing, like um, on Matterhorn. I had when you first played that for me, I it didn't click until you told me where it was from. And oh yeah, yeah, duh. I mean, but just things like that. I think you just don't pay attention. You're just looking. There's so many things to look at 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 the park just in general. So I think some things get overlooked, but they're they're huge sounds that you remember if you listen to it again and know where it's from. Yeah, just like when you're in a, a, one good example is Adventureland, when you're hearing the sounds of the Jungle Cruise boats, and then you're also hearing the the, the, the treehouse music. The, yeah, the, I don't know, just Tarzan. those those yeah the Tarzan, those sounds like you know if blindfold me, I know exactly where I am when right. when you're right there, and then when you go to uh, Tomorrowland, you hear the the sound of like that that soundtrack that's playing in the background. It's like so. Uh, I don't know if it's subliminal or whatever. You know you hear it, but then once you hear it again later on, you're like, oh, yeah, that's Tomorrowland. That's that's just what that is. You can hear the monorail go by. Oh, my like, The beep of the monorail yeah. and the, the beep of the actual tram from the Mickey and Friends parking structure. Yeah. <laughs> just all the sounds. And I know uh, this this fireworks show doesn't have all those, but it does have, you know, some of those that are in there. And it, just, it does definitely bring you back. Yeah. So do you have any memorable times riding it? Or not writing it, <laughs> watching the show. Sorry, nothing specific. Just like what I talked about earlier. Just it was our first fireworks show, and it was awesome. All right. Did you have anything memorable besides just watching it with this guy? The <laughs> <laughs> that one guy. Um, I'm. I remember it. Um, watching it with my family. Like I don't have a specific time. Um, we did go to Disneyland for my dad's 40th birthday, and I'm pretty sure that was a show that was there, too. So I remember, like, times just with my family going. Um, and, of course, like, when we went and saw it. But, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> like, I love it. It was really, I don't know, like, I think that would probably be one of the most, like, magical fireworks shows they had. Like, when you go, you're just, like, totally into it. Like, nothing's really distracting. Like, I don't know. That's what I love about the fireworks shows. They're, like... I feel like when you watch them, like, even though it's late at night and you could be cranky <laughs> if people are rude to you throughout the day, you've been there all day, but, like, as soon as that fireworks show starts, like, you 
are just like in love like you can't help but just smile and be happy like there's nothing that could like possibly ruin yeah your time <laughs> you're like by yourself kind it's of some, yeah that's exactly that's it that's like a nice it's just like it's just like a, you it perfect, feels like you're there by yourself just watch perfect the cap to the, the the day you just mm-hmm. the fun day you just had at the, the park and i think when we get into this episode to the world of color does the same thing oh yeah, where yeah it, for sure it's perfect cap to the uh the, the, the day, day and it's you are by yourself like you're just and, totally like immersed in your just <laughs> yeah which is why i, I when I was making it, I was listening to the, obviously, you got to listen to make it, but I was imagining taking my daughter and holding her hand down Main Street and or putting her on my shoulders or whatever it is to watch that show or to do some of those things. But the first thing I want to do is just walk with her down Main Street. And I was like, it was I was getting emotional listening to this, this soundtrack while I was making the intro, and I was like thinking of her, and it was like, this is going to be awesome when it happens. So, um Another memorable time I had one member. I mean, I have a few memorable times, but one that comes to mind, which someone said, one of you just said, nothing can ruin it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't end up playing the show because it was a little bit windy outside, and for safety reasons, Dang. they kept they kept uh, pushing it back fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. You know, they kept pushing it back until finally they're just like, show's been canceled, everybody, and it was it was kind of a letdown, but still, you know, you gotta understand that, you know. We live in reality, and weather can play a factor, and especially that almost <laughs> happened to us when we went for the 60th, our last trip. It was it the was, first day they were going to do the show. Yeah, and it, no parade, no fireworks, nothing, because the new parade is all like LED lights, and it was mm-hmm. the a storm was coming through, and it looked like it was going to rain, and we were sitting there like, please don't rain, please don't rain, and it didn't, thank goodness. But yeah, that that's always like a bummer when you've been mm-hmm. waiting so long all day for it, and then doesn't happen so i guess that's one thing that could ruin it but <laughs> if it's actually happening nothing can ruin it yeah i mean i'm sure the fireworks that could get ruined but would world of, would world of color still play in the rain anyone know i would imagine so because it's it, you're it's already a water show mm-hmm. and um so i can't imagine they would cancel for that and it also i don't think would be subject to the high winds which is oftentimes why they cancel yeah the yeah fireworks the mm-hmm I just wonder if they would play that fire part. So the fire's pretty warm. I think it would just evaporate any <laughs> yeah. rain falling on it. <laughs> yeah, it is really warm. <laughs> I'll see if I can try to find a video on that to see if we can uh, see that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else, Diane? Um, I was just going to just add that um, there are little nuances in there too. That if you listen to the soundtrack, if you didn't detect it when you're listening to it, there are the characters that hang inside of Winnie the Pooh that used to be part of um, the Country Bear Jamboree. They have a sound bite in Hmm. there. So all kinds of of nice little details that really tie in the old with what's new Mm -hmm. at this point. So just kind of a history and just the current theme of of Disneyland. Yeah. And if you haven't, if you didn't get a chance to see the show, obviously um, some of these uh, attractions, or well, all the attractions we talk about that are still there, this one's not. You can you can find it on YouTube and you can check the show out. And like I said, if you didn't get a chance to see it live, that's probably the best you're going to get until they either a bring it back or maybe like Diane said, just seasonal, like every um, I don't know July or something. I don't know something like that. Um, so you can definitely YouTube it if you have never seen it. All right, do you like? All right, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap up here. Unless you have anything else, Diane? Nope, I think that's it. Until next time. All right, we appreciate you coming on. I enjoyed it. All right, thank you. Thank you. All right, bye.
All right, everybody, that was Diane from Disneyland Inside Out. Uh, before we head back to Main Street, though, do you have anything else uh, to add? Face uh, Mountain here? <laughs> I don't have anything else, no. All right, Princess Paige? I do have some facts that I looked up. Um, so, just a couple quick facts about the show. The grand opening was on May 1st, um, 2005, um, and the closing of the show was on November 2nd, 2014. The thousandth performance of the awesome fireworks show was actually on April 15th, 2012. So, seems hmm. like it took a while to get there. But wow. Um, the show length is about 17 minutes long. And then at one point, they ended up removing the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad segment. So, that dropped it down to about 16 minutes. And every time they um, had the fireworks show, it cost them $33,000 per show Man. to play that. So that's insane. Well, that's yeah, $33,000 per show. Yeah, it's crazy. So, but I mean, it's probably nothing to them. So it's worth, it's <laughs> worth it though. That's, that, yeah. They did a good job with that show. So, all right, cool. So before we head back to Main Street, just got a couple of things. Uh, next week, we are actually going to be recording with another guest. He uh, sh- uh, um, emailed us at allaboard1955 at gmail.com. Um, his name is Mario. So we'll be talking about, speaking of Big Thunder Mountain, like you just mentioned, that's what we're going to be talking about. Um, I'm excited to go there. Can't wait. To go I to can't the- wait either. Lots of updates that just happened recently, so yes. can't wait to talk about them. So that, that's next week. That's what's in store next week. Um, the following week, I'm actually going to be on vacation, so we will not be recording an episode that it overlaps with a bunch of editing um, and all that, and actually recording dates and all that. So we'll take a week off. We do apologize for that in advance. Um, but then we will come back strong the following week, which is actually the 60th, the actual 60th. So July 17th. We're going to drop that episode a day early. So let's head back to Main Street, guys. Uh, unless you guys have anything else, to, any other announcements? No, did we miss anything? I don't think so. All right, everybody. Uh, we do uh, thank you guys for listening, and we also do thank Diane from Disneyland Inside Out. So uh, have a magical week, and we'll see you real soon. Because we like you. And-